Welcome to SaaS Talks from Lead to Close, where I'll be sharing with you everything that I've learned to close leads. I went from quitting my first sales job because I was too scared to talk to strangers to becoming a VP of sales for multiple tech startups where I built a sales team from scratch and led them to an acquisition. I'll teach you how to schedule more demos on your calendars, close at least 50% of your demos, and build a pipeline large enough so you're always hitting quota. If you're looking to scale, then turn the volume up. All right, so today we have our another monthly special. We have a very special guest. A lot of you have heard of him. Um, you follow him on LinkedIn probably. His name is Colin Mitchell, CRO of SalesCast, host of the Sales Transformation Podcast, which is, by the way, pretty crazy stats. The top 1% show, they, they drop five episodes a week. And when I asked Colin how many uh, downloads they get a month, he said 95,000 downloads a month. I take a listen to it. I'm subscribed to it. Um, so if you haven't heard of it and you're listening to my episode, end this episode when you're done and then go check his out. Um, and so today, Colin is going to, like I always mentioned, we have our monthly episodes, we, we monthly specials, we do about 20 minutes of pure tactical advice on different topics within um, like the sales demo process, discovery, follow-up, close, et cetera. Discovery tends to be a very popular topic. So Colin is actually, he doesn't sell SaaS right now, but he sells a service business and he has a very different approach to doing discovery, which I thought would be interesting because if you take a sales tactic from a non-SaaS related industry that works really well and transfer it to your industry, it could be really impactful to your business. So Colin's going to talk about a different approach to discovery, a more collaborative approach. Very interesting. So I'm going to pass the mic to him. If I find something interesting, I'll ask him questions or I'll just save the questions to the end and I'll stay true to the episode and we'll keep it 20 minutes. We may bleed over if it's really, um, if he's in the middle of it and it's really awesome. So Colin, you have the mic. All right. Thank you so much for having me on. And I guess if what I'm saying is not that interesting, then you won't ask me any questions, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I, and I, take, I take notes along the way, so. Yeah. And so, you know, the discovery process, I think, is essential to sales, regardless of, of what you're selling. I, I really believe that, you know, uh, if you want to close more deals, you need to nail discovery. I'm a big fan of, of gap selling and big fan of Keenan. I think a lot of people are. Um, and, 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 and I think that you're actually, you know, the biggest problem with a lot of sellers is that most of them aren't hitting quota, right? And most of them aren't hitting quota because a lot of times you're spinning your wheels on deals that shouldn't be in your pipeline in the first place. And if you can really nail the discovery process and like be disciplined enough to say, hey, this deal's not for me or we are not the best fit and find that out early on, then you're going to save yourself a lot of time and a lot of headache for you and your prospect. And you're going to keep that pipeline much more tight, much more qualified. And so you know, my I've sold many different things, you know, in my career of sales. I've been in sales for, uh, geez, I don't know, over 10 years now. Um, but, you know, my focus now is, is at SalesCast and, and we're basically, you know, I, I don't like using the term, but we're a podcast agency. So we help people with revenue strategies that involve podcasting and that can go a lot of different ways. Um, and so what we found in the discovery process is, is essentially having our prospects be a little bit more involved in the discovery process from the very beginning for a couple of reasons. One, because we can validate the information that we're getting right there in real time, right? It's so common 
that, you know, you're, you, you know, seller and, and I'm even surprised that people still use BANT as a method, but uh, surprisingly enough, people do. Right. And that typically sounds the discovery process in a BANT type of selling environment typically sounds more of like an interrogation, right? <laughs> like, Hey, I need to ask you all these questions to see if it's worth, you know, spending more time with you. Um, I haven't, I haven't studied BAM, but I've heard of it. So is, is that what it is? It's like this upfront, yeah. like disclaimer. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times with a BANT selling process, you know, they're just trying to figure out, Hey, do you have budget? Do you have authority? Do you have need? And you know, sort of the timeline, right. And the questions are so glaring that that's what's happening, that the prospect doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. And the important thing in, in sales is at every stage of the sales process, not just discovery, is that how you make your prospect feel matters. And they want to feel heard. They want to feel understood, right? And, and you can really nail that in the discovery process, or you cannot and ruin your chances of doing business together. And that's why it's, it's really important um, to not have that sort of bant interrogation, right? Or a lot of times what happens is things get sort of lost in translation, right? Where, you know, a typical seller has maybe their CRM up and they're writing notes and they're taking notes and in maybe, maybe, maybe they review the call to make sure they didn't miss anything. Um, that's even a big ask. You know, some sellers don't even review the call to go back and, and clarify things, right? If they're recording their Zoom calls or, if, you know, however they handle discovery, maybe it's just on the phone, um, which is also a useful tool, right? You can go back, maybe add some things. But when you do discovery in this way that I'm going to describe, your prospect is more involved in the process and you can validate information in real time. And so what it looks like is we have a a strategy document. It's a Google document. It's nothing fancy. Um, It's literally the things that we want to find out in discovery to see one, hey, do they have a problem? Uh, Where are they at today? Uh, Where do they want to go? And what are some recommendations, if any, Sometimes there is none. Sometimes like we have these conversations and there's really not a big enough problem that they care about solving, or, you know, there's nothing that we can do that make a big, can make a big enough impact where it would make sense to work together. And that's totally fine. I'd rather find that out and lose early. Um, and, and so that we don't have to, you know, spin our wheels on those prospects. So what this looks like is we do a screen share. We have the Google document open. It's very clear, you know, Hey, current state goals, recommendations. We have a spot for some resources. And then we have a blank spot at the bottom of some potential ways to engage, right? Here's kind of our core offer. Here's some other paths for us to potentially work together. So we don't go straight to proposal. We let them digest that. And then at the end of the call, we send it to them um, and schedule our next call. All right. So that's kind of what the, the flow looks like. But in this document, we're really getting to know them and their business and any problems that are going on of like, why are we even having a conversation? And we're documenting that stuff in real time. And they'll, you know, chime in, maybe add things. We can clarify it. Um, you know, the, the better you are at, you know, showing them that information, then you can make sure that it's accurate and you can validate it. Right. And so they feel there's, there's other, there's another piece to this. That's really important too, is it's, it's more collaborative, right? So they have, a little bit of attachment and a little bit uh, of skin in the game of this document. It's not just something that a seller took notes on and then sent to them, you know, and hoping that they agree to everything that's in there, right? We created this together. This is what you said in the conversation. This is what we talked through. This is what we asked more questions on. Here's the recommendations that we made that made sense in that conversation. Um, so it's a very different way because, a lot of times, um, you know, sellers are taking notes and, and maybe a little bit 
scared or hesitant. Like they wouldn't want their prospects to see that type of stuff. Um, but there's a, there's a, you're going to see much better results of one qualifying your prospects properly to, to even seeing if like one, does it make sense for us to even have another call? Right. So you're going to have much more qualified deals when you follow this type of process, regardless of what you sell. Um, and you're going to have a better response for them being excited for the next meeting because they had buy-in, they collaborated and created that together with you. Um, if there's a buying committee that they need to share this with, you, you know, you know that you're on the same page rather than just sending something off and hoping that you're on the same page. I mean, there's a number of reasons of why I recommend literally just letting your prospect all the way in transparency from the very beginning in the discovery process. And the thing is, is we give them this document, like literally we give them resources, we give them recommendations. Like we don't hold anything back. Like if they wanted to go off and do um, this without us, they have some very useful information there and they could. Uh, however, you know, if you can teach them something in that process, if you, you know, if they feel like they've heard and they've they were heard and they had a good experience, you're most likely to, to win their business because you made them think about something that they didn't think about before. Um, and it's a very different approach than what they're used to getting from anybody else. It's interesting. The last part you just said, so last night I'm, um, I'm like reading that whole copy of my website and, and I was reading on copywriting and there's a guy named Harry something. I forgot his name. He has like a website called marketing examples or Harry's marketing examples, some crap like that. Long story short, he doesn't call it, uh, he says on your website, you should not have a call to action, but a call to value um, where instead of, you know, click here to, to book a call, it'd be like, click here to download like your free workbook or whatever it is. And so yeah. the last part of what you just said, like they can go and take this information and run with it, but because you've given them the value up front, chances are they won't because you're like, wow, this is the value I'm getting for free from Colin right now. What type of value will I get if I end up going with Colin? Um, a couple of other follow-up questions. How long is your discovery typically? Yeah, it's about 45 minutes. It's about 45 minutes. So we're not doing like a quick 15. We're not like, hey, let me just see if I should book you uh -huh. with an AE. Like we, we don't, I mean, we don't technically even call it discovery, but it is, it is technically our discovery. Uh, we call it a free strategy session. So yeah, that's like, what it sounds hey, like. You know, and, and, and they can walk away feeling like they learned something we'll challenge things that they say in that call, right? So they, they might have an idea of, you know, what a podcast could look like or, you know, what type of shows they could, should guest on, or, you know, they might already have some ideas that they've been kicking around. Um, and we'll challenge those in those calls, you know, because that's the best way to build rapport and trust with them is to make them think about something they hadn't considered. I mean, we won't go out of our way to try to do that, um, but you really just don't pull any punches. You don't hold back anything. You know, you, 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 we basically, if they took that document, um, they could go on and try to do this on their own without it, without us. And some do, and some do, and that's fine. But you know what, those ones that do, even if we somehow you know, followed a different process and did manage to close the deals, they wouldn't stick around anyway. Interesting. So do you call it a, a free strat? That's it. That's really interesting. I've never heard a discovery call titled free strategy session. Um, I've heard it just call a discovery or a free consultation, but strategy seems way more like value add. Um, that's yeah. interesting. Um, so whoever is listening, I think it would be worth testing your, your, the title of your event to free strategy session, or even like on your disco, like cold calling or cold emailing. Interesting. A couple, couple other questions that popped into my mind. Um, 
uh, I think you answered like when you're doing this collaborative discovery, the strategy session, are you sharing screens or just sharing the document and they're on the same page and you're working through the questions together on the same, like they're, everyone's seeing the same screen or you just share the document, they're on their screen, you're on your screen and you're, you're typing away. We, we share, we share the screen with them. So we, we don't send them, um, we don't, we have it, which I'm actually open to testing to be, <laughs> maybe we just send them the document and we, you know, create some things together. Uh, I'd be curious to test that like, Hey, here's the document. They're in the document. We're in the document could be an interesting experience. Um, I, I wouldn't be opposed to that, but currently today, the way we do it is, you know, we're, we're on zoom. Uh, we share our screen. We give them the Google document, uh, after the call, because mm. we will go back listen to the call, see if we missed anything. We might have some additional recommendations. And then, you know, and, and the reason that this process can be a little bit scary is because I think sellers can think like, oh, I have to have all of the answers right now, you know, because you don't know what's going to come up in these calls, right? I mean, you might have, hopefully you've done your research before, right? Where you've, you know, checked them out on social, you've checked out their website, you have some, some good information going into the call, which you can already have preloaded on the document. Like you have some things and then you get clarification because what you don't want to do on discovery is you don't want to start asking them questions that you should already have the answers to, right? That makes you look like you're not prepared. Um, you don't care that this wasn't important to you. Um, there's, it's a lot of things. There's a lot of things about not showing it prepared, um, that can ruin your chances. And it's sort of an uphill battle to, to build that trust and rapport quickly, where if you've done those things ahead of time, you can stand out in a big way. And then there might be some things, you know, and don't just not ask those questions, like have maybe something that you found in that preparation where you need a little more clarification on. Like, hey, you know, I was checking out your website or I checked out this thing. It looked like this particular thing is really important to you right now. Can you tell me more about that? Um, you know, so don't just have these sort of preloaded questions. It's, it's a very dynamic conversation. There's no script for this. There's no script for this discovery. Yeah, like, I was going to ask, like, how, how does, like, you get on a call with a prospect, how do you kick it off? Like, hey, we're just, this is, a, you know, thanks for jumping out. Like, what, what do you say? What's, what's, your, what's your script? Yeah, so we might just kind of, you know, go into some things that we found out about them you know, Hey, what piqued your interest to set up this call? Cause these leads come in many different ways. They come in from, um, inbound, from LinkedIn, from a website, from referrals, um, from outbound. Um, I mean, they come in from various different ways. So really figuring out the first kind of order of business after we kind of validate some things that we found is like what piqued their interest to book this in the first place. And then that's a good way you're to not kick saying, it off. You're not saying like, Hey, Colin, uh, you know, uh, thanks for joining. Before we kick it off, I have a couple of questions. You're not doing that part. You just naturally just, Hey, Colin, um, awesome that you jumped on. Great to connect. Curious, by the way, what are you just going straight into the disco? Yeah, I mean, I mean we'll get acquainted a little bit. We'll build a little rapport, you know, some, 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 some pleasantries, you know, Hey, yeah. we're, you know, sometimes you don't always know where people are located. Like, you know, their company might be in New York, but they might live somewhere else. So it's, it's, you know, sometimes just assuming that what's on their LinkedIn is where they're located is not always the case. So sometimes that's a nice, you know, conversation piece to get started. Sometimes you might see kids in the background. You might see something on the wall. Like, you know, so you build a little bit of rapport. I don't waste a lot of time, you know, just kind of shooting the shit, but um, you know, it, it, people don't want to just get straight to business right away. And, and, so, and you got to read that, you know, some people, they look busy, they look stressed, like, Hey, sound, looks like you're super busy. Like, why don't we just jump right in? Right. And so yeah. you, you got to be able to think on the fly and, and adjust and adapt 
to the environment that you see, to, uh, to the body language that you observe. Like, you know, this is, this is a very dynamic way of doing it where it's not like, Hey, I have this discovery map laid out these questions I need to answer. Um, and these boxes I need to check because your prospects will feel that and they'll see right through it. Um, you know, this really needs to feel like, Hey, I genuinely want to know a little bit more about you a little bit more about your business, a little bit more about what your goals are, what's most important to you, what problems you might have, how you think we can help solve those and help you make a decision, help you make a decision regardless if that decision is going with me or not. Yeah. I think that you were talking about like reading the body language and cause like some people will go straight into like the building the rapport and then like I, I did a, a a coaching session with an AE and I was listening to his demo recording and he was doing the disco on the demo mm-hmm. and the, the, the building rapport part of that call just felt very, very, very forced. He's like, Oh, so how is the, like, he literally said like, where are you based out from? Where are you based out of? And the prospect would be like, Oh, I'm based out of here. He's like, Oh, that's cool. And then he'd go on to like another building report question. And I yeah. just think you can't, I don't think you can develop a true framework for building report. It just has to come off naturally. Um, that's that that's interesting okay so let's go this, this is really interesting because you're because i i've done it before where i'm taking notes <clears throat> i'll do it a disco <clears throat> and i have and i'll go like naturally you know building rapport like exactly what we said the only difference is i'm not sharing my notes i'm i'm sort of keeping it in my crm but your approach is hey flip it let's keep it super transparent take the notes as you're going through it and the prospect may either correct you yeah. or yeah, yeah it's, it, and, and here's the big difference it, it, it's not really taking the notes, right? It's like we're creating it. We're, t- we're doing the notes together. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So you're, yeah, exactly. You're collaborating instead of just like jotting down the notes. So that's really interesting. So someone that's doing selling software, for example, doing, you know, like a SaaS product, whatever it is, an interesting approach could be like going through like the natural building rapport. Then um, t- t- like, how would you, I guess if someone wanted to do this, how should they, sort of introduce how they're about to do the disco? Should they say, hey, I'm going to share with you this Google Doc or whatever it is, yeah. and I, I want this to be collaborative? Like, what, what words should they use? How, how should they say Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love that question. It's a great question because that is something that we actually cover. Like, we, you know, when, when we get on the call, you know, we might build a little rapport, and then we tell them, like, hey, here's what, you know, here's what's coming next. Here's, here's what this is going to look like, right? So it's not just this like, what the heck is this guy doing? Nobody's ever done this before, right? Um, so we'll tell them, you know, we'll say, okay, you know, okay, hey, we're going to, you know, we're going to jump in, you know, on today's call. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to, you know, this is a strategy session. So, you know, we're going to show you a Google document and together we're going to kind of learn a little bit more about some things that we have some questions on. Uh, we're going to learn a little bit more about your business and your offer and like what things are most important to you. And then how, you know, for us, how a podcast might fit in drive revenue or solve some of those problems. We'll also give you some recommendations as well as some resources. And then at the very end, we'll give you some options uh, to potentially engage with us um, if you wanted to move forward. So it's very low pressure. It's like, hey, we're we're here to help you. We're here to add some value to you. We want this to be super educational to you. Um, And it may or may not make sense for us to work together. And like, it really needs to come off as like, and honestly, we we don't carry the way. Right. That, you know, most discovery sessions aren't about giving recommendations and value add. It's just more about collecting intel. And I and I talk about it all the time, just collect your intel. But I never like all very often, like you hear everyone talk about discovery. It's not about like, yeah, we want to learn about your business. We need to get some information, but nowhere is it is it, hey, let me give you recommendations. Um, that's interesting. So 
for me, the takeaway, and correct me if I'm wrong, the, the takeaway as like a high level of someone's like trying to implement this, like, let's call this a, a collab disco, um, share the, the discovery document, whatever that document could be with preloaded, which I, I really loved what you said, preload your answers. So first thing is share the document, but or technically first thing is preload any answers to your questions that you've already done research on. That's sort of obvious on your own, re your own research. And then any answers that you need uh, elaboration on and get that from the prospect, then share that document with them on the call or, or you share it after the call. The document after the call. And, and just to go back to one thing too, right. Is I think that, you know, the reason this can be a little scary for some sellers is because they feel like they have to have all the answers right now. Right. You don't, right. Like if there's something that comes up, you know, I'm not scared to say, Hey, you know, I'm going to process this a little bit. I'm going to digest this a little bit and then come up with some recommendations or, Hey, I'm not quite sure if it's a fit. I need to kind of run a few things by my team and see what they think. Like you don't have to have all the answers, right. And that can be kind of scary for a lot of sellers. Um, but if you're, you know, prospects don't have that expectation. That's an expectation based out of fear that sellers come up with in their head. And, and, and so it's totally okay to not have all the answers right now, but just let them know, you know, um, Hey, I'm going to get this over to you before the end of the day at the very latest tomorrow morning, you know, so have it set an expectation of when you're going to send it to them and it's going to be complete because the document's not always going to be entirely complete. You might need to digest some things. You might need to think through some things. There might be some highly customized recommendations or customized pricing options. Um, there might be some questionable things of whether it makes sense to move, move forward or not. Um, and it's okay to not, you know, have a hundred percent clarity on all that. The one thing that is essential is setting up the next call to like, Hey, I'm going to send this over, digest it. Um, and then let's, you know, hop on another call in a week, two weeks, whatever it looks like, but get that booked and then get the document to, over to them within the time frame that you agreed. Are you, are you doing, um, discoveries? Like you're doing a discovery call one, like on average, you're doing one discovery call before, like, I guess, closing, or are you doing like at least two on average with that one, mm, one prospect? You know, sometimes, um, it's, it's, it's really depends. I mean, depends on how many people are involved in some cases, um, it depends on the complexity of the solution that we're presenting. Um, I would say majority it's like one discovery. And then we basically go and review that document a little bit in, in more detail together, confirm everything. Then we go to proposal in that next call. We might also show them kind of our version of a demo, which is, we don't have a product, it's a service. Right. So we walk them through, Hey, here's some of the shows that we manage today, kind of show them under the hood a little bit, the type of work that we do, some of the deliverables that they would be um, getting from us, um, our process and what that looks like. So we do have like a, which is also unusual, right? In a service-based business to even like have a demo. Typically it's a, it's a PowerPoint, right? <laughs> Google slides, yeah. right? We ditched all that stuff, you know? Um, and we found that like being very collaborative in discovery, maybe even having like a second discovery call, um, depending on the complexity and how many people are involved, um, going through that and then having a pricing path moving forward based on the recommendations from discovery. Um, and then we, you know, send the proposal. And then on that proposal, on that call, we'll send the, after that call, we send the proposal. Um, and then from on that call, we'll also book the next call to review the proposal if it's not closed by then. But our expectation is essentially to try to get that closed before the, the next call. Or on that next call, we talk through, you know, anything, any you know, additional negotiations, hesitations, reservations, any of that sort of stuff.
So that's really cool. So I, I have three things that came into my mind um, and we'll sort of like end it with this. One of it is uh, a question. Another one is something that I just thought about. And then um, well, it's actually two questions. One thing that I thought about. So I'll tell you first what I thought about. as you were talking that through um, a company popped into my mind that I've seen around um, sort of a startup. It's called a week. This is not a, uh, a sponsored thing right now. It's just not yet. Not yet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a company called recap that I honestly heard of it. So it's um, it's a, it's an, it's a software that does like mutual action plans with the prospect. Um, it's, it's pure SaaS on, on an enterprise level, but it essentially what you're doing um, this like this collaborative discovery call and then mutual action plan is what recap does, but they productized it, which is really interesting. Um, and then the sec, so my other, so that was like one comment. Uh, first question is um, you were talking about next steps. And I know we're deviating away from like the discovery side. Yeah. But you mentioned setting up next steps and yeah, it's critical for every single call. What I've heard AEs do on calls, which I think is a mistake. And I think where they're struggling a lot, because everyone knows next steps is really important. They'll say something like, all right, let's, you know, we'll, we'll finish off the call and be like, all right, uh, wh what time works next week to do a follow-up and do a recap of, of what we just talked about? Where I feel like you get less buy-in because you're, you're, you're creating a uh, context around the, the next steps should be just pure follow-up. Like, what are the words that you use and you tell the prospect around, like, setting up the next steps? Is, are you, are, is it, like, very specific or is it like, hey, let's just set up a follow-up call to go over everything? Yeah. So we're not, <clears throat> so a couple things, right. In this discovery, um, we're, we don't shy away from price, right. Cause you, you, you know, you need to kind of get in front of like potential sticker shock. Right. Yep. So we won't go into particular details of like, this is what this is going to cost. Right. Cause we have options. So we price anchor a little bit. Right. Um, and because people like options, we don't give them too many options, but it's like, Hey, this is kind of our core offer. This is like a good starting off point. Here's some, you know, here's what I would recommend. You know, um, we don't, we don't cover that in the call, but when we send them the document, that stuff's included in there. Right. So they have a good reason for the next call because there's something that we haven't, you know, fully given them yet. Right. So it's like, Hey, you know, it, it, basically you'll say discovery's wrapped up. Right. We're talking next steps, get ready to book the call. Um, we're going to send this document over to you, you know, um, with maybe a few more resources and recommendations, uh, either in today or maybe early tomorrow. We're also going to include some pricing options in there of how we could potentially engage based on what we learned today, based on what you're looking for. Um, why don't we set up a call, you know, you know, one week, two weeks to review pricing and see which option might make sense to move forward. And so that's how we get that call booked. Um, because, and, and then from there, you know, we can send you a more detailed proposal. So <clears throat> people know that what we're sending them you know, it doesn't have all the deliverables. It doesn't have all the proposal language. It doesn't have the terms. Like we're not even talking about any of that stuff, but they want to know that information in order to make a decision. Should they choose to move forward with okay. us? And then we also make it low pressure. Like, Hey, let's get that so that we have it because you know, both of our calendars probably get busy. Um, and if for any even reason you decide not to move forward or it doesn't make sense, we can always cancel it. And, and we literally make it that low pressure where it's like, let's book this meeting. If you need to cancel it, that's totally fine. And it also shows a level of confidence too. Yeah. Like, hey, we're busy over here, as busy, if not busier than you. Let's get this on the book so that we have it. Because if you want it, if you come back in a week or two, you know, we might not be able to accommodate that. That's sort of the impression that we're, we're and, and this is true. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, uh, me and, and, and we, you know, we're, we're a small team. We've only been doing this for 18 months. We've, 
we've, we've launched over 60 shows. We have over 40 shows that we manage today. Um, I have one full-time rep and myself, I sell. Um, and you know, we typically have eight, 10, 12 meetings a day, every day. Um, you know, so <clears throat> making it low pressure, giving them a good reason to want to have that next call, like not just a follow-up or review what you're already going to give them. Like right. that's not a good enough reason for you to get back on my calendar. And the pushback that a lot of sellers get in that is like, Hey, you know, let me take a look at this. Let me talk to the team. And then, and I'll let you know if I want to set up another meeting. Yep. And it's like, Oh, they just slammed the brakes on you after you just gave everything that you had for 45 minutes. Um, you know, we're super helpful, added value, did everything right. And then that last step at the very end of the call, you misstep there and it like totally just throws the whole deal off track. Yeah. That could be an interesting topic for a secondary uh, monthly special, which I may, uh, cause I, that sounds, I really am curious to see how you approach that. That's really cool. All right. So I think we're, we're past the 20 minute mark. Um, that, in my opinion, and I'm very biased, but I'm also very hard on myself. That was extremely freaking tactical. So appreciate it. Um, I was a little want, nervous. It was going to be no good and you'd have no questions for me. So. No, no, I was, I was, I, I was, that, that's why it was really interesting that you're not selling a, a pure SaaS product. And so it's a, just a different approach that can like, if you yeah. just stick to like SaaS frameworks and models, like everybody does it, but if it's a different industry, then it becomes really insightful. Um, do you want to leave uh, a message to anyone where they can find you? Anything you want to let them know about? Yeah. Best place to get into my world, find out what's new, exciting, um, or even learn more is whatever platform you're listening to this on right now, you can search out sales transformation. We're on all the platforms. We drop five episodes a week. Um, that's the best way to get into my world. Well, and I'll, and I'll drop the link when I release this episode, either I have to double check. It's going to be probably some point in December. Um, I'll drop the link on the description and so they can check it out. Um, and I'll obviously share it. So cool, man. I'm going to stop the recording now. <laughs> Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you found this relevant or practical at all, then please share this episode. Until next time, I'm your host, Mor Asulin.